Hey everybody, Jake here, um, doing daily office for you this morning. I'm not, it was a little late last night um, when I got home from uh, So Far So Good Practice and I wasn't about recording this. So I'm trying something different and gonna see how these live ones work out. Um, if you are here with me, go ahead and uh, drop some comments, let me know how you're doing. Um, it's a good Friday morning, um, Friday the 30th, getting through the end of July. Uh, like I said, daily office, we are still in Job. We are Job 2 for this morning. So Job's second test. On another day, the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them to present himself before him. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from roaming through the earth and going back and forth in it. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil, and he still maintains his integrity, though you incited me against him to ruin him without any reason. Skin for skin, Satan replied. A man will give all he has for his own life. But stretch out your hand and strike his flesh and bones, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hands, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and afflicted Job with painful sores from the soles of his feet to the top of his head. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still holding on to your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? In all this, God, or Job did not sin in what he said. When Job's three friends, Eliphaz the Temanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namathite, heard about all the troubles that had come upon him, they set out from their homes and met together by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They began to weep aloud, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him, because they saw how great his suffering was. So, that's, that's the one for today. Good morning, Kelly, Phyllis, Tina, Andy. Thanks for joining in here. Um, so in the reading for today, Job, if we all know Job, he's, he's struggling. Um, poor Job always gets, gets the, uh, short end of the stick. Um, but I mean, there's a, there's a crucial part in it when his wife says, you know, go ahead and curse God and just be done with it. Like you, there's no point in this suffering for you. But Job, the, the very godly man he is, he spoke some very wise words. Um, Shall we accept good from God and not trouble? And I'm thinking, that has really stuck out to me. Um, you know, I'm thinking in society today, it's so much easier to just put blame on somebody else, um, to not accept responsibility. Um, and it's it's hard to just know you got to take the good and you got to take the bad. Um, it's very difficult. Um, 
and kudos to Job. I mean, he's like, no, you know, I'm, I'm riding through this storm. So, so it's so easy for us to give up when, when things are bad, but when things are good, we, we ride that wave. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I feel like it's, it's very much applicable to today's life, you know? Um, but then, you know, his, his three friends show up too, and they don't tell him, they don't give him any advice or anything. They just say, you know, show up, sympathize with him, and just sit and be. Um, as a society, you know, we all too often try to fix things when something's broken. But we don't need to always fix it. We need to put things in, in God's in God's hands. We need to trust that, that He's going to to provide, to be there with us, to see us through. And sometimes we just need to sit. Trust. Yeah. Faith. Trust and faith. I talked to Kurt several months ago, and I'm like, you know, I feel like when things go bad, it's just, I have this way about me where it's just, you know, things are gonna see themselves through, you know, and I just, I just trust that it's gonna be alright, and he's like, you know, that, sir, is faith. Um, and it's, it's okay to, in reality, it's okay if our faith kind of wanders every once in a while, you know, I'm a realist, and <laughs> realize that, you know, even though I, I think that most times it'll be, everything's going to be great and happy and hunky-dory, but there are going to be some times when, you know, life just flat out sucks, and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and especially when, you know, when my grandfather passed away um, several, several years ago, he was a main influence in my life, um, spiritual leader for me. And, um, it was, it was hard. Like, it wrecked me. That was, I was in high school, and, um, another big spiritual leader in my life, my youth pastor, Marcus Carlson, um, about that same time, shortly before that, he, he left as well. Um, and so, like, all these, these pillars that I had for my faith journey just weren't there anymore. Um, and, like I said, it wrecked me. Um. I just didn't know where to go because this whole support system that I had, um, the main two pieces that I looked to for guidance and for clarity, you know, they weren't there anymore. Um, and it, it was, it was bad, you know, but making it through, it took a while, but I came back around because even in those times, God still provided. He still made sure, even though I wasn't doing what I normally would, um, he still made sure that, that he looked out for me, and he was with me. Um, he is there all the time, Tina. And exactly true, we may not understand the plan for us, but we need to work hard to trust him. That's, that's exactly, exactly right, yeah. Um, and it is difficult. But, I mean, it is something that we need to be better at. Um, so, 
I don't know. I think that's what I got for you today. Um, I'm going to pray real quick. If you want to drop a comment, go ahead. Um, and who knows? I might do more of these lives, but I can tell, like, in the camera. I woke up, like, 45 minutes ago. haven't gotten ready or anything yet. Dio was hitting me in the face with a cup. So that was my morning so far. Um, but, yeah, I look, look a little sleepy. But I'm going to pray. Drop a comment. Let me know your thoughts. Um, and we'll go from there. So, go ahead and bow your heads with me. Lord, thank you for a new day. Thank you for a new opportunity to prove to you that we can trust you with our whole hearts. It's hard. There, life is hard. There are trials, tribulations. There are times when we and we can't see the light ahead of us. But Lord, I pray that you let, let us know that, let us realize that you are always with us, even when it seems like you're not. That through the bad times, it makes us a stronger person, <laughs> makes us stronger people. And that it's okay to stew in the in the uncertainty of life because that's how we get formed as people. Lord, I pray that if we know somebody who's struggling that you give us the wherewithal so that we can be a guiding light for them and not try to fix things. You are the fixer. Sometimes people just need just need someone to sit and just be with them. Lord, I, I pray that you give us the wisdom to find those times where people need advice to give advice, but where people just need you, need us to sit and be. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Phyllis. Yes, Walt, I know he had a, an influence on a lot of people. Um, I miss him every day, you know, but I think he'd be proud of me. I'm getting emotional because I'm my mom's son. <laughs> um, yeah, Andy, definitely true. There's no place in the Bible. Uh, people are commenting, which I love. Thank you. Uh, no place in the Bible that says following God is or will be easy that's that's definitely true um you know i think that's that's part of i don't i don't know the right word for it but christianity is hard um and i think a lot of people's issues with christianity or and christians in general and people who go to church is hypocrisy um you know how can you say this, but then do something differently. Um, and that's, that's a big part of it too, is, you know, we're called to be a different kind of people as Christians. Um, but we have to realize that we are going to fail because we are people and people fail. Um, people screw up, people make bad decisions. Um, but I think it's, 
the most important thing is that when we realize that we fail, that we need to ask for forgiveness, obviously from God, but we need to ask forgiveness from those that we've hurt, those that we've pushed away, those that um, that see us screwing up. Um, and it, it's difficult because people don't want to admit their own faults. I don't want to admit my own faults, but you know, I feel like that's something I've grown as, grown in. Um, you know, five years ago, it, it's a lot easier to to blame, place blame, which is kind of how I started it. Um, to place blame than look for accountability because people don't want to change. We're set in our ways. Um, yes, thank you, Jill. Um, faith is everything. I mean, it's it's hard to just live your faith sometimes, but it's it's definitely everything. And if if we have that, um, if we have that wherewithal of you know. Faith will see us through. God will see us through. Life is still going to be hard. Our Christian walk is still going to be hard. But if we use that as like a, a barometer of faith as everything, then it's going to it's going to make it easier. It's going to make it so that we do see it through. <laughs> Hold on all. Yes. Through all our storms that we can feel the sunshine on our face. Thank you for the wise words, Tina. With that, I will let you let you guys go. Have a happy Friday morning. I'm going to do this more often. I love these I love all your comments. Keep engaging. Have a great day, everybody. Peace.